Has your bracket been busted? Mine hasn't. That's right, baby. My final four are still alive, and we're going to talk all about that fun stuff on the show today. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, yeah, we're talking NCAA, plus the Lakers and Nets got better this weekend, and the NHL got slightly worse. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Sorry, I burped there towards the end, but that's that's okay. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. This is the only show on the planet where we talk about sports. I wish that were true. There's actually four million others of me, but this one's the best, of course. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome, welcome. This is my house where I live, not just this corner, but I... I you know, go around the rest of the house, too. Uh, we'd like to talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight onto the next week, month, year, etc. If you like what you hear, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. Or you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, friends! Have you guys have a good time? You're having a fun weekend out there? We had a little sun, had a little rain. That's not as fun. I made a fire pit, and that was cool, and I had a beer, or a few beers, but that's also cool, because fun. Anyway, let's talk sportsketball. <laughs> that's a real sport, right? It's a sport that encompasses all the other sports. That's that's the true spirit of sports football. Now, let's talk, of course, about the NCAA tournament uh, because games are going on right here, right now, as I'm talking to you. So this will not be the most up-to-date, but that's okay. Gonzaga got the best of Creighton today, 83-65. to The Zags are moving on, and we're all not surprised. Uh, USC and Oregon, they play late tonight. Honestly, that game could go either way. I don't think either of those teams has what it takes to beat Gonzaga. Uh, I do have Gonzaga as one of my final four teams, and I think it's going to remain that way. Uh, Michigan and FSU. Michigan's ahead. We're early in the second. It's a 10-point game, but uh, I really don't think Florida State has what it takes. I'm, I'm rooting for Michigan in this one. And then I have Alabama and UCLA. That game's also later on tonight. Uh, my final four out of that group is... Alabama, that's right, roll tide, still alive, still alive. In the south, you have Baylor upset, uh, not an upset, definitely not an upset, lost to Villanova, beat Villanova, oh my goodness, what's the matter with me? They beat Villanova 62-51, to uh, final score, so Baylor moves on. Arkansas, oh, Arkansas just barely got past Oral Roberts, 72-70, to that's right, it was Oh, down to the wire. Such a close game. As much as I would have liked to see a 15 seed in the in the Elite Eight, I did choose Arkansas to upset Baylor in my Final Four. So that's where I'm going to stick with this one. Uh, that game is going to be tomorrow, by the way. Uh, and then in the Midwest, uh, Oregon State beat uh, beat 
Loyola, Chicago, and then Houston beats Syracuse. I have Houston in my Final Four in that one, so I'm picking Houston over Oregon State, Arkansas over Baylor. You heard me right. Um, it, we'll see what happens with Michigan and Alabama, but I'm assuming those two teams win. I have Alabama beating Michigan to get in, and then Gonzaga beating either USC or Oregon. Doesn't really matter. The Zags are going to be in the Final Four. That's where I have it, folks. I don't know. Maybe you have something different, but it's been a wild couple days of, uh, of games. Now, basketball does not just end there. Of course, the NBA has been back in action in uh, this week's game. So, Thursday, we had the Kings beating the Warriors 141 to 119. Friday, had the Nets beat the Pistons 113 to 111. Celtics got the best of the Bucks 122 to 114. Suns beating the Raptors 104 to 100. Uh, the Nuggets, they get a win over the Pelicans, 113-108. Timberwolves beat the Rockets, 107-101. Trailblazers getting a win over the Magic, 112-105. Hornets beat the Heat, 110-105. Hornets are on a roll right now. Uh, and they're doing it without LaMelo, too. Pacers get a win over the Mavericks, 109-94. Jazz beat the Grizzlies, 117-114. Warriors fall to the Hawks, 124-108. Lakers get a win over the Cavaliers, 100-86. Uh, yesterday's games, you had the Rockets beating the Timberwolves 129 to 107. Knicks beat the Bucks. Yeah, you heard that right. Bucks lost to the Celtics and then the Knicks the next day. 102 to 96. Wizards get a win over the Pistons 106 to 92. Uh, Spurs, they beat the Bulls 120 to 104. Pelicans beat the Mavericks 112 to 103. Celtics get a win over the Thunder 111 to 94. Jazz beating the Grizzlies 126 to 110. Clippers getting a win over the 76ers 122 to 112. And the Kings beating the Cavaliers 100 to 98. The only game that's finished for today, Suns beat the Hornets in overtime, 101-97. A couple other games tonight. By the time this airs, those games will already be played, but that's the Raptors and the Trailblazers, Nuggets, Hawks, Lakers, Magic, and then tomorrow's games. Anything exciting in here? Knicks and Heat, maybe? Um, whew. A lot of duds. A lot of duds. Bucks and Clippers. I would watch that. The Bulls are on the rise. They're taking. Uh, they're gonna take take the f- court against the Warriors. So that could be exciting. Uh, let's take a look at these standings, though. This will give us some more insight here. So the Nets and the Knicks. They're so. I'm sorry. The Nets and the 76ers are are one and two right now. Sixers on top, 32 and 14. Nets are 31 and 15. Now the Bucks. They're they're eight and two in their last ten. They they won eight. Eight of their last ten games, even though they lost the Celtics and Knicks this weekend, that just sucks to suck for the Bucks to buck. The Knicks are in fourth at the moment at twenty-four and twenty-two. Yeah, not a great record, but they're six and four in their last ten. Same with the Hornets; they're one game behind them. So are the Hawks, one game behind the Knicks. So both of them are twenty-three and twenty-two. Celtics are twenty-three and twenty-three, and Heat are twenty-two and twenty-four. So those are your top eight. Those are your playoff teams at the moment. Now the Pacers are one game out. 21 and 23. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. The Heat have dropped a couple too recently. Uh, the Bulls are 19 and 25. Uh, they did make a couple of trades this weekend. So, yeah, they look a little bit better. Possibly a playoff team. Uh, the Raptors are just a disappointment right now. They're 1 and 9 in their last 10. The Raptors can't pull it together. We really thought they were going to trade Kyle Lowry. They ended up holding on to him at the deadline. Uh, Cavaliers are in there as well. Then the Wizards, the Magic, the Pistons, right? Those are the teams that eh, probably don't have a shot unless they really take off in the next 
a few weeks. Oh, wait, I almost uh, clicked away. we got a whole other conference to talk about. The Jazz remain on top in the West, 94-11. to to Suns are behind them, 30, I'm sorry, 34-11. to Spurs are 31-14. and Clippers are 31-16. and And then you have the Lakers. Now, without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis, the Lakers don't look so good. Now, they made a big pickup this weekend. Andre Drummond. Uh, who was released earlier this week by the Cavaliers. There were a lot of talks, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Lakers. He's going to the Lake Show. Um, and so while he's not a the superstar caliber player like a LeBron James, he is damn good, and he is going to help them win. So right now the Lakers are hurting. Come playoff time, watch out. Nuggets, uh, they, they're they in there as well. 27 wins, followed by the Trailblazers, also 27. Spurs are 23-20. and 20, Mavericks, 23-21. and 21. Mavericks uh, on a bit of a roll. Grizzlies and Warriors and the Kings and the Pelicans are all somewhat close-ish range. And then you have the Thunder not too far off. Rockets and Timberwolves, they are way bottom of these... Way bottom of the barrel right now. Way bottom of the barrel. So uh, the the West is a little bit more jam-packed than we would have thought. There's a lot of competitive teams there. We'll see what happens. Uh, the Nets, they were the other team that add depth, uh, added depth with LaMarcus Aldridge. He was uh, traded. Was he, now wait, was he traded or was he released by the Spurs? Um, he, was, he was bought out by the Spurs. Nets landed him. So another another talented player to join their roster. Now, remember, they did the same thing, bringing in Blake Griffin. Remember, these are not the same LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin that you saw five, six, seven years ago. Uh, they're older. They're slower. You know, they're not James Harden. They're not <laughs> Kevin Durant. But those are the type of position players or players on the bench that uh, win championships. So if you have Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge riding your bench right now, yeah, you got some depth on your roster. Uh, the Nets are definitely the favorite right now to win it all, uh, especially with the Lakers hurting. Maybe in a couple of weeks, if the Lakers get healthy again, I would say the Lakers. But right now, oh, Brooklyn, you make me sick. But darn it, there you are. I mentioned the Lakers bringing in Andre Drummond. Uh, James Harden is backing himself for MVP. Uh, listen, the guy's playing out of his mind. Remember, he showed up at the Rockets this season. He was bored, like overweight, didn't look good out there, and basically was just looking for any reason at all to be traded. Well, here he is crushing it. 44 points over the Pistons on Friday night. I mean, James Harden's the man. He is the man. Uh, so we did have a couple of big trades this week that we didn't get to talk about. Trade deadline was earlier in the week. Uh, but the big one, well, we did mention Kyle Lowry staying still. Victor Oladipo was traded to the Miami Heat. No, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was traded to the Heat. Uh, Miami got rid of Avery Bradley, Kelly Ol- Olnick, uh, and a p- draft pick went to Houston. Um, and it helped Miami. Their odds of winning went from 34-1 to 25-1. That's pretty darn good. Uh, Hornets picked up Brad Wanamaker. Uh, Warriors added Marquise Chris. Uh, the Bulls got Daniel Thias from the Celtics in exchange for Mo Wagner. Uh, Mo Wagner was acquired earlier by Chicago that day. Mavericks got J.J. Redick. Lonzo Ball was not traded, uh, despite many uh, expecting he would be traded, specifically to the Knicks. 
Uh, Lou Williams uh, traded to Atlanta uh, for Ray John Rondo. So that's a player that can certainly help the Clippers. Uh, Rondo, as you recall, was with the Lakers last season. So uh, he's coming back to L.A. Coming back to L.A. Those were the biggest trades, I'd say. George Hill going to the 76ers definitely gave gave them some depth. Um, do do do. Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Um, was there any other big ones? Let's see. Yeah, I'd say the, those were really the, the biggest ones there. Um, all right, let's move on to the null. That's how you say NHL in whatever weird language I'm talking. These are the standings. I don't want the standings. I want the games, man. What happened this weekend in the NHL? Friday night. Capitals got a win over the Devils, 4-0. Caps are on a roll right now. They look scary. Ducks beating the Blues, 4-1. Jets beat the Flames, 3-2. Coyotes beating the Sharks, 5-2. Yesterday, the Bruins got a win over the Sabres, 3-2. Flyers over the Rangers, 2-1. The Red Wings beat the Blue Jackets, 3-1. Avalanche fall to the Golden Knights in overtime, 3-2. Amazing. Amazing. Um, oh, man. Who, who was it? I think it was the Avalanche. Who's who's the Avs goalie? Yeah, Grubauer had an amazing save that night. You should look at it. It was like a three-on-one glove save. Beautiful. And uh, didn't didn't help them all that much because they still lost in overtime. But still, uh, worth worth watching. Hurricanes beating the Lightning 4-3. Maple Leafs got a win over the Oilers 4-3. Penguins beat the Islanders 6-3. Uh, normally, I'd do a caca, but Penguins don't really caca, so... That's what I assume Penguin sounds sound like. Panthers beat the Stars 4-3. Predators beat the Blackhawks 3-1. Flames get a win over the Jets 4-2. And the Coyotes beating the Sharks 4-0. Now today's games, Capitals beat the Rangers 5-4. Red Wings get a win over the Blue Jackets 4-1. Ducks and Blues. They're in the second period right now with the Blues ahead 2-1. Devils have a goal so far against the Bruins. It's the end of the first there, so it's 1-0. And the Stars... Losing to the Panthers 2-2-1, also in the first period. Predators and Blackhawks. Oh, look, a message on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, Predators and Blackhawks, they get a win. Uh, I'm sorry, they they will play tonight. Um, let's see, some exciting matchups. Penguins, Islanders, does not get more exciting than that. Jets and Flames, that's fun. Um, gee, any other good ones this week? I would argue no. But let's take a look at these standings. See, now we can look at the standings. In the Central, the Lightning remain on top with 50 points. Uh, The Hurricanes are hot on their heels at 49, and then you have the Panthers at 46. Blackhawks are still up there at 37. Predators at 35. Blue Jackets at 34. Man, those Blue Jackets, they lost three in a row. They're 4-3-3 and in their last 10. Oh, they were looking so good midway through the season, and they just... Stars with 31 points. Now, I I keep saying the Stars are going to pull it together. They're, they're just not pulling it together right now. They still have a, a positive goal differential, which is what drives me crazy here. Uh, but 11-11-9, and at this point, they're starting to catch up in the number of games. Maybe all those extra games played, you know, they were held back at one point due to COVID. Um, maybe all these extra games played will help uh, slow them down. I don't really know, but they're catching up quickly. And it doesn't look like they could be a playoff team, even though I was saying two weeks ago that they could be a playoff team. I don't know. Uh, And then you have the Red Wings at 26 points. 
Uh, going into the East now, the Capitals, like I said, they're looking really darn good. 9-1-0 and in their last 10. 50 points for them. Islanders are not far behind at 48, but they did just drop one of the Penguins. Penguins, by the way, up until last night's game against the Islanders, well, we can count that. In the last, I want to say, since February, they have led up no more than two goals. Only twice? They've only had two games where they, they've they let more than two goals in the net. That is some superb goaltending by um, Trishan Jari and Casey DeSmith. So I got to give them props. Penguins at 46 points, not looking so bad. Bruins at 39. Now they're definitely in it. Now they've also only played 30 games compared to some of the others other teams. So you attack on an extra five games from that. And yeah, the Bruins are pretty darn good. They're 5-3-2 in their last 10 yeah, they could be higher up on these standings, but they're definitely not out of it. Now, the Flyers are 36. That's a tougher hill for them to climb. Rangers at 34, Devils at 28, and the Sabres at 16. Now, a week ago, I would have said, you know, uh, the Flyers, the Rangers were kind of in it, but even though the, the Flyers and Bruins are only three points away from each other, the Flyers have played three more games. Again, I think the Bruins are going to take off. But uh, we'll see. In the West, you have the Golden Knights at 47. Avalanche right behind them at 46. That's what make the game makes the games between those two so exciting. Avalanche, by the way, 8-0-2 in their last 10. Wild at 43 points. Blues at 37. Coyotes at 37. Yeah, Coyotes are in it right now. Kings at 32. Sharks at 30. And the Ducks, quack, quack, at 26. And going into the Great White North, the Maple Leafs at 26 points, followed by the Jets. That's right, the Jets at 44, Oilers at 43, Canadians at 37, and the Flames at 35. This is why I said Jets-Flames. That's an exciting matchup, sure, because they're rivals, but also because the Flames are just out of the playoff race right now. Canucks are also at 35. They can get in, and the Senators at 28. This is, this is an exciting division because right now you have four playoff spots, and five of six teams are within... They are right there. They're they're you're gonna have two teams essentially shut out of the playoffs. There's still plenty of time left in the season, but uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, let's look at the stats. By the way, Connor McDavid, of course, is on top here, followed by his teammate Leon Draw. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that last name. Saddle. Oh, I always struggle with him. Patrick Kane's in there, of course, at 46. Mitch Marner, 42. Sidney Crosby, look at you in points, working your way up there at 39. Way to go, Sid. Uh, if you look at goals, Austin Matthews is the guy at 22 goals. Connor McDavid right behind him at 21. It's gonna be a nice race between those two. Miko Rand. Rantanen and my good friend Leon also not too far off on that list and then when you go to the assists Connor McDavid 41 assists good for you uh, looking at the goalies Mrazek is crushing it in uh, in save percentage and goals against average gotta love that Casey DeSmith the Penguins backup is pretty high up there I, I always like to mention that because I love the Penguins but all right moving on uh, so NHL, they had quite a debacle this week. Tim Peel, uh, the referee, was fired by the NHL. Why, you may ask? Well, he was caught on a hot mic. Uh, they heard his microphone pick up him. After giving the Predators a penalty, he made <laughs> said something about wanting to get an early penalty against the Predators. Now, this is essentially proving what we've all assumed for years is the NHL tries to manipulate games. They try to make it exciting. 
interesting. Try to make it so that the lesser team has a chance against the bigger team. Now we know it exists. Of course, the NHL and all of this is acting shocked, surprised, couldn't believe what they were hearing. But other things have been popping up this week. Another um, another referee, Eric... Where, where is his name? I just saw it. Um, Eric Furlow? I just, where was it? Hold on. Eric Furlat. Eric Furlat uh, was caught covering his microphone while trying to explain something. Uh, while trying to explain a... What was the penalty? Uh, he was trying to explain why he didn't call something right just covered up his mic um you know uh, <laughs> it's just interesting you know we talk all the time actually more more rumors are about the nfl cheating and trying to manipulate games not so much hockey because hockey's so high you know fast paced but we see it all the time when we watch on tv blatant calls that aren't made you hear announcers saying well the refs are just letting them play you know they're bending the rules so that the games are exciting, more viewership, more fans. Don't get me wrong, sports is sports, but sports boils down to entertainment. And if it's not entertaining, are you going to watch a 5 nothing game or are you going to watch a 1-1 to -one game? Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of manipulation. Now, whether the NHL is involved in this, I have no idea, but I'm very curious to see what else comes out of this in the next few weeks. So keep your eyes Peeled on that. Eric Stahl traded to the, uh, to the Canadians from the Sabres in exchange for draft picks. Nice pickup for the Canadians. He's not the same player he was. Now, uh, the Sabres make NHL history dropping 15 straight losses, but I think they've lost a few more since then. Buffalo Sabres. I love how when I type in Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings is the first thing to pop up. Yeah, that my phone basically knows me well they've lost 17 straight games friends 17 straight games and now they're trying to trade taylor hall who by the way has a huge asking price they want a first round pick at least and then some sabers are looking to go into full rebuild rebuild mode yet again oh buffalo we love to tease you all right, moving on. The NHL is officially expanding to seven. I'm sorry, NFL, NFL, football, foosball is going to expand to fifth to 17 games. They're going to announce it this week. That's right. You're hearing it here. Hopefully first. Um, they've played 16 straight, 16 games per season since 1978. That's the longest stretch in NFL history without them making a change. But here we are changing it to 17. Now, why? Again, it all boils down to the green, man, the money. They want more money. The problem you have to worry about, though, is after 16 games, players are exhausted. Players get hurt. How do you protect them? I'm sure they're going to make some adjustments. They've talked about two bye weeks. They've talked about having... Um, a week, you know, a, a week where you have to sit certain players, like a quarterback can only start 16 of 17 games. That would certainly make things interesting. But uh, yeah, I uh, this is this is a tough one. So uh, Alvin Kamara is one of the people who who spoke ab out about this and said that it just seems dumb. Um, and I agree. Until they figure out what's going to happen and what happens to these players. Yeah, you're going to have to 
it, I do think it's dumb. They need to figure out how to protect these players. Biggest trade this week, 49ers acquire the number three pick in the 2021 NFL draft from the Dolphins. Why? How? Who? What does this mean? Here's what we know. We know that the 49ers made the same offer to the Jets. 49ers seem committed to Garoppolo, but the only reason you trade up that high is to draft a quarterback. They're hoping, or were hoping, that the Jets hold on to Sam Darnold. They called and offered the trade to the Jets, figuring the Jets are going to trade Sam Darnold. They chose not to, which means the Jets are holding their number two pick, probably to draft a quarterback. Zach Wilson had his pro day this week, and uh, yeah, he looked pretty darn good. So... There's so there's so many ramifications of this. I'm trying to spell it all out there. Jets are gonna Jets are probably gonna trade Darnold in the coming coming weeks, and it's not gonna be the 49ers because the 49ers now that they have this pick, right? They're gonna decide to use it to draft a quarterback. Um, Jets are probably gonna draft Zach Wilson. That uh, seems like it's gonna be where it is right now. BYU guy, sure, BYU had an amazing season. I think they lost what one game? Oh, but they played nobody. Literally nobody. Yeah, they played Boise State at one point, right? That was the only big game this season. It's fine. Fine. Whatever. That's what you want to do, Jets. That's what you're gonna do. Sam Darnold is probably going bye-bye. Don't know where, don't know how, don't know when. But that's probably gonna happen. Now the Eagles also traded up. Possibly to they I've heard quarterback but honestly they just made this whole big deal about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback. They just signed Joe Flacco to be his backup. Uh yeah, Eagles traded up, but I think they're going to use it on a different piece. Um so yeah, that's whew, big day. Big day. Zach Wilson to the Jets. He actually looked pretty darn good. However, anybody would look pretty darn good if you don't have live NFL defenders against you. If Sam Darnold was given a an offensive line, maybe he would look pretty darn good. That's the problem. They haven't had an offensive line for him for like three years, right? Even last season. Really, if Darnold didn't have mono, they probably would have made the playoffs last season. 2019. 2020 season? Yeah... Yeah, he was part of the problem. But, again, a really good offensive line could have been the solution. So, I don't know. Jets have a lot of a lot of ways to go. Sammy Watkins signed with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have been going wide receiver crazy, trying to find somebody. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, was they, they offered him big money, and he did not want to play there. A number of other uh, wide receivers, too, said no to the Ravens. Now, why? Probably because Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the dang ball. Sure, he needs weapons for when he does throw the ball, but he wants to do it all himself. That's why. Why might you know if you're if you're a wide receiver, why do you want to play with a guy like that? Sammy Watkins. So uh, this was an interesting one. The Canadian Football League and the NXFL want a merger. Would which banner would they go under? I think they should just go under the XFL or a new banner. And keep the new XFL rules that we were supposed to get. You know, we only got like three weeks of that season last year before COVID. Um, this just sounds amazing. Listen, Canadian football has been failing for years. And the big problem is they can't get, you can't reach American audiences. 
You know, Americans don't want to see Canadian football. I don't know why. We just don't. The XFL somehow drew us in. People were interested in the XFL and COVID ruined it. It's such a shame because I think there was so much potential for the XFL. So to see the two leagues come together, Canadian football has been around a very long time. They have stability. They have money. And the XFL still has, has the following. It has the potential. I don't know what they would do. Would they just merge it? Or would it be two different divisions? Would it be two different conferences? Um, I have no idea. No idea what we're going to see. But Canadian fo- you know, can, CFL is going to play their normal season this year. And the XFL is slated for next year to return. So we'll see. Part three, XFL part three. I think ESPN already did. They already did a 30 for 30 on the XFL. They're going to have to do one or two more. This is like a trilogy right here. Will this league get off the ground? I would love to know. All right. Dr. Fauci, everybody's favorite physician. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci on Sunday said that more and more baseball fans should be allowed into the ballparks as the season progresses. He's hoping that by late spring, Major League Baseball will be able to ease restrictions. Of course, this is based on the number of uh, COVID cases out there. So hopefully we see that in the coming months. And last but certainly not least, this was this was my favorite. Uh, my new favorite minor league team, the Savannah Bananas. Yes, that is their name, and I love it. The Savannah Bananas um, in, created a new rule uh, in their stadium. They let fans catch foul balls for outs. And you know what? In a world where Major League Baseball is trying to speed up the game, that's not such a bad idea. Now, I can certainly see the MLB not going for that. You have players out there who literally make a career out of slowing down pitchers, but oh man, that's kind of fun. Like, yeah, you get a souvenir, you get to make a difference in the game. Savannah Bananas, I love the idea. I hope it works out. Uh, All right, well, I think that's all the time I had for today. It has been sure as hunky-do fun to hang out with you. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. And, of course, this music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. And what else? What else? Uh, Oh, got to thank my social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert, Lori Drago, my mom. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and liking, comment, share. And if you want your name on the show, do the same. Like, comment, share. Twitter at me. Beep, beep, boop, dip, dop, doop. Hit those buttons on your phone and tell the world about Sports 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 with Nick Drago, a.k.a. the greatest podcast ever to live and ever will live. And with that, I am done for the day. So it's been a pleasure hanging out with you, friend arenos. But I got to go to Snooze Town. Goodbye, adios, good night, and caca! <laughs>